Welcome to the new segment of the Unyielded, Thriving No Matter What podcast, Rise and Thrive. I'm your host, Bobby Kaler. I wanted to create a super short segment that would be fuel for you so that you can make the absolute most out of this week that you've been given. Let's dive in to today's episode. question for you. On a scale of one to 10, how important do you think listening is in life? Do you have a number in mind? I have asked that question to thousands of people, maybe tens of thousands of people who have been in my workshops. I have never gotten a response lower than a nine. Most people say a 10 or an 11. Some people say higher than that. While that is not exactly a scientific study, To me, it's a pretty good data point that indicates that we tend to believe that listening is important. Here's another question for you. How many truly great listeners do you know personally? If you are like the vast majority of the people that I've asked that question to in my workshops, you might be struggling to come up with even one or two people. And it's very common that people will say none. And when they say that, they say it with a certain measure of sadness. That to me presents a massive gap between a behavior and skill that most people rate as incredibly important and that behavior and skill actually being implemented. That's sad to me. Most people are not born as good listeners. Listening is a skill and a behavior. And at the very heart of it, it is a choice. Think about that for a minute. When we are in a conversation with someone, are we really, are we choosing to really be in the conversation with them? Have we put down our phone, turned away from our computer, paused the TV or whatever other distraction that could be going on? If we haven't, we might be in the same room, but that doesn't mean that we are in the conversation with them. That is a choice that we are making in the moment. And whatever choice that you make is up to you, but recognize it for what it is. It is a choice. Something to consider in this choice is this. The opposite of listening, truly listening, is ignoring. Is that how you want this person to feel? Ignored. If this person is at all important to you, then I'm guessing that that is not how you want them to feel. The problem is that we don't think about it in in this way in those moments. But now we can. Personally, I've been on both sides of this. As the listener and as the person being listened to, and as the person, you know, being fake listened to, which means that I've been the person who's been ignored. When I'm the listener, I give my, that, that person my attention. I want them to know that I hear them. To me, this is another way of expressing that they matter. And I've been the person who was ignored. We've all been there. The person is pretending to listen, but you can absolutely tell that they aren't. I once had a boyfriend who excelled at this. He was so good at it that if you challenged him on it, he could even repeat back to you what you said in that moment. But here's the thing. A tape recorder can do that. Repeating back words, that doesn't mean that you understand the meaning and the context and the implications or the emotions and the significance of the words. It just means you can repeat back the words big deal. And 
I've been the person who has been listened to. This was one of the things that attracted me to Rick when we very first met. He listens well, and he listens to understand. In fact, one of the best lessons that I've ever learned about listening came from Rick. It came about on a Thanksgiving with my family. When we lived in Chicago, we used to go to my Aunt Barb's for Thanksgiving. The house was packed with people. And one of my cousins was Jimmy. And at the time, Jimmy was in his 40s and had been in the military for years. And he was now in school because he wanted to become a teacher. And Jimmy was always the quiet cousin out of a bunch of cousins and most of us are loud. I'm one of the quieter ones for crying out loud. So if Jimmy was the quiet one, you know how quiet he was. On this particular day, when we arrived, we walked into the kitchen and Jimmy was working on the turkey. Rick said, hey, Jim, how's it going? And in typical Jim fashion, he said, fine. Then something magical happened. Rick said, hey, Jim, I know that you're in school. How's that going? And it was amazing. Jimmy started talking, like in complete sentences and even paragraphs. And he was animated. And then Rick said, uh, oh, the, or, you know, are you student teaching yet? And, and he was. And Jim's like, yeah, I am. And so then Rick started asking questions about, oh, tell me about the other teachers. Tell me about the kids. And on and on it went. And Jimmy was getting more and more emotional. And, and it was awesome. It was so beautiful to see. And then we sat down at the dinner table. And on this particular day, particular day as luck would have it, Jimmy was at the head of the table. I was next to him. Rick was next to me. And one of my sisters was a direct, directly across the table from me. And Jimmy was still talking about school. It was awesome. And then he said, oh, Bobby, that's right. You're in school too. Because at the time I was working on my master's degree. And before I could say anything, Jim said, how's school going for you? And I was getting ready to answer. But before I could say anything, Jim, Jim kind of laughed and he said, oh, you probably made all, make all straight A's. You make me sick. And before I could say anything, my sister said, yeah, she does. So I don't even ask anymore. And off the conversation went. And I remember like, I was thinking, wait, like, come back, come back. I want to talk about school too. I didn't want to talk about my grades, but school was important to me. I mean, working on your master's, putting yourself through school to get your master's, that's hard. It was important to me. And I wanted to have what Jimmy had. I wanted the chance to tell my story, to be heard, you know? And so on the way back home, I was um, complaining about this to Rick. And I was like, I just feel like something was, you know, taken from me. I feel robbed, you know, whatever. And Rick said something. I thought it was so wise. He said, we ask the questions, not just to learn the answers. We ask the questions to show that we care. And I thought that was so profound. You know, and frankly, that's what was missing for me a little bit. You know, going to school was immensely important to me. I worked hard to put myself through school, you know, all the way from getting my associate's degree to my bachelor's degree and then my master's degree. I worked hard to put myself through school and no one asked me about it. Not, not to learn, you know, what was my favorite class and why, or who was my favorite professor and why, or what was my best experience there? Nothing. Now, maybe they did care. They probably did, but I didn't feel the care. And ever since then, I've carried Rick's bit of wisdom with me. We ask the questions, not just to learn the answers. We ask the questions to show that we care. And I use this to check myself. Am I showing up in such a way that this person that I'm talking to will know that I care? Because especially if I love that person, 
I want them to know that I care. I'll leave you this week with a challenge. When you are talking with people this coming week, put your awareness on this and ask yourself, am I showing this person that I care by the way that I am showing up in this conversation? That wraps up today's episode. Thanks again for listening. I appreciate it so much. You have absolutely no idea how much I appreciate it. If you're getting any value from these episodes, I I hope that you hit that subscribe button or the follow button so that you never miss another episode. And no matter what happens this week, make sure that you rise and thrive.